Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hello and welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. I am excited about this episode today. It really speaks to a problem that I see a lot of women have, a lot of women that I coach, and they kind of fall into two categories. One is they are doing so many things and they can't narrow down which ones to do because they just all feel important. And the other is that they're doing other people's things which feel important and they never get to their own things. and. In this second category, which is kind of what we're talking about today, we're talking about living your dreams. And I think I tried to phrase it differently. I wanted to call it something else because I think it's easy to get turned off by that language. Like, oh, living your dream, you know, I I think immediately of Tangled, right? I've got a dream. And When we think of that, it almost feels cheesy or unrealistic or like, who even has the time for dreams? And what does that even mean? Like, yeah, I'm living the dream. I'm a mom. I have kids. They're alive and well. I have, you know, maybe a husband, a house, a dog, all the things, right? By the way, a dog would not be in my list of dream life. If you don't know, I'm not a dog person, but we have it. We have it. We have a good life. And so it's easy to be like, okay, yeah, I don't, why do I need dreams? Why do I need something more? And I want to talk about this idea because I think that each of us, no matter where we are, no matter what our circumstance is, there is an innate desire for more. And I think innate desire comes from the divine within us. We are called to grow. We're called to growth. We're called to do more and be more. And that doesn't mean we can never be satisfied and content where we're at. I think it means this idea of divine discontent. And it's a really cool paradox to where we are happy and filled with joy where we are. And yet There's this divine discontent that knows we can be even better, do even more, accomplish more, and help more people and just, you know, grow to a higher level. And so when I say, are you living the life of your dreams? That's that's it. What are your dreams? What are those things that you feel called, that you feel nudged, that is just like, oh, if only I could do this. Now, an interesting thing, and this is what I was mentioning earlier about women I coach, sometimes when I coach women, they say they don't know if they have a dream. They don't know if they're living their dream because they don't even know if they have a dream. And when I ask, well, what do you want? They don't really know what they want. And maybe you can relate. And those are the people I really want to talk to today, the people that just don't really know what their dream is is. And they feel so content that they don't really see next level. I want to kind of break it down. I think there are three things that keep us from dreaming, keep us from allowing ourselves to even hear what that dream is. So number one is 
we hold ourselves back. We don't let ourselves dream. We don't let ourselves go there in our mind. We don't let ourselves have a dream. Number two is fear. We get scared. It is too scary. And we choose to stay in the comfort zone. And number three is we tell ourselves that someone else is going to do that. Someone else can do that better. Someone else is uniquely qualified to do that thing that I think I maybe would want to do. I'm not that person. I'm going to let someone else do it. So let's break each of these down. So number one, let yourself dream. Now, our brains, as you know, really like patterns. Whatever habit our brain gets into, it likes to repeat it again and again. And this is very true of our thoughts. So maybe this might happen to you where you start to think of something. Maybe you see someone doing something and you start to think, oh, that would be cool. And then immediately your brain pops in and says, oh, you couldn't do that. You couldn't do it as well as them. Or, oh, that must be nice for that person that they're able to do that. But you couldn't afford it. You couldn't do that. You couldn't succeed. You don't have the, the money, the body, the personality, whatever it is to do that thing. And this goes along with number three with comparison as well. But immediately our mind starts to come up with reasons why not, right? And so how do we get out of that? Like as soon as, if as soon as you start to think of something, your brain shuts you down, I think it's not going to take too long for you to just stop going there in your mind. One of the things that we can do is let our imagination just run wild. Just start to think of the most outrageous thing that you can think of. Like, would it be cool if this? And, you know, as children, we naturally do this. We daydream, we imagine, we let our minds just believe impossible things. And I think that's why kids are able to you know, see themselves doing these amazing things because they have imagination. And when we get older and we, we try to be realistic, we shut down that imagination and we don't let our minds go there. And because of that, we aren't allowing ourselves to dream. So we tell ourselves because it feels better. We don't want to say, oh, I'm not allowing myself to dream. So instead we say, there's nothing I really want or I don't know what I want. And another thing that I wanted to talk about in this section, if you're, if you're this way and you kind of don't know what you want, you don't know what your dream is, I wanted to point out that often our dreams, they can start small as an idea. And I wanted to share an example with you. So the way I came to podcasting, I started podcasting in 2016. And I was asked, I was working for a company that was based in China. and they, so they were involved in a lot of different things and they found out that I was a mom of four and they just thought that was the most amazing thing. And I must be such a good mom because I have four kids. And they asked me to do a podcast on parenting. Now, I had never, I didn't even really know what a podcast was at, at that point. Podcasts were pretty new. I, okay, I can do a podcast. So I started this podcast about parenting. And actually, I think first I started a podcast on, it was a language learning podcast, and then they invited me to do the parenting podcast. Anyways, a year or so after that, I felt like I should start my own podcast. And that was scary, which is, you know, a topic we'll get into in a minute here. But I started that podcast 
And then it grew into many other things. It grew into me having a business. It grew in me getting my coaching certification and started coaching and doing all these different things. But here's the point. All I felt at the beginning was a little idea to start a podcast. And I didn't know at, the point, at that point what it would grow into. And I think that that's another problem with letting ourselves dream. Sometimes we see someone who is way further down the path than us and we say, oh, I want what she has. I want the influence and the, you know, 15-person team and the, the money and all the things. So when we get that little nudge, we don't act on it because we're like, well, all I would be doing is a podcast that would barely reach anybody. You know, that's how it all starts, right? We start with something very small and we don't exactly know what our path is going to be and what it's going to lead to. And so sometimes we ignore that nudge because how is that little thing really going to lead me to that bigger thing? We don't see the connection. And yet that action, just taking that little step, opens up possibilities. It allows us to grow and we get better because we have to do it bad first. You know, my first podcast were much worse than my later podcasts. There's growth along the way and we get better and we get more experience, but it all starts with acting on that little piece. So number one is let yourself dream. Ask yourself questions instead of, you know, just shutting it down like, oh, well, it's not going to be this or I, you know, I don't know that I could do that. Ask what if. When you open up a question, it kind of takes the constraints off your thinking. So you can say, well, what if I could do that? What if I started working toward that right now? What could that look like for me? And this question, is that what I want? And if it is, what's the action? What's the next step? What is that little thing that I need to do? That's how we let our dreams grow. And instead of taking that little dream or idea and just crushing it down and hiding it and breaking it up, we can let it grow and it will grow to something big and maybe something that we never expected. Okay, second, know that fear is part of growth. So we're talking about what's keeping us from living the life of our dreams. Often it's fear. We are so scared to do stuff. And I wish I had a way, like I wish I had a secret formula to keep you from being scared. But the truth is, it's scary. When you're doing something new, it's just scary. That's how it is. And even sometimes those things, if you look at it from the outside, like what? What's really so scary about that, right? When you're in the moment and when you're the one doing it, it's going to be scary. Just expect that. It just means that you're doing something new, something out of your comfort zone. If it's not in your comfort zone, it's going to feel uncomfortable and that's okay. I remember a few years ago, I was scheduled to speak at a retreat in Utah and I was really excited that I had this opportunity. I was going to go speak there, teach yoga there, and meet this whole new group of women in this beautiful location. This all sounded really cool in my head until it came down to it. And when it was time for this retreat, I was kind of freaking out like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I don't know these people. This is going to be scary. I would rather speak from a big stage. I would rather be a little further, and that might sound crazy, but be a little further away rather than spend the weekend with these people. And then 
and then be expected to teach them something when they've seen me being me, right? I don't know. I was just really in my head about it, getting scared. And the morning of the retreat, I left for the airport. I was flying out of L.A., and there was a lot of traffic, and I didn't give myself enough time. And then there was construction at the airport. I missed my flight. And I was sitting in the airport, and I was crying, and I was like, maybe this is it. Like, I just don't go. It doesn't make sense. I'm going to get a later flight. I needed someone to drive me, and I was now holding them up, or maybe they wouldn't wait for me. I don't know. And so I just thought, well, now I get out of it. I have an excuse. I don't have to do this. Maybe this is a good thing. And as I sat there and thought about this in the airport, honestly, the first feeling I was having was relief. Like, great. Now I don't have to do this. Like, I tried, but I don't have to do it. I don't have to suffer through this fear feeling. But after a couple conversations with my husband, with the person who was running the retreat, we all decided, okay, this is going to work out. This is going to be okay. I booked a later flight. I flew there. I was scared. I was still scared. I did this, you know, my talk at the retreat, and it went good. It didn't go perfect, but it helped me to grow and to go on to the next thing. And my point here is just this. You do the thing scared. Whatever it is, it's going to feel scary, but you just do it anyway. And as you keep growing, what was once hard becomes easy. The more I do podcasts, the less scary they are. The more I speak in front of people, the less scary it is. That's just true for whatever it is that you do. Maybe there will always be a little twinge, right? A little twinge of fear, but you're going to get better and better at recognizing like, oh yeah, that's just part of the process and then moving forward anyways. In that growth process, what was once super uncomfortable becomes your new comfort zone. Another fear that we feel sometimes is the fear that we might not succeed. And our brain is so tricky about this because if you do nothing, if you don't take action, of course you're not going to succeed, right? But our brain says, well, if I don't take action, if I don't do anything, if I don't make progress on this thing that I feel like I maybe should do, then at least I can say to myself, well, I didn't try. Well, I never tried and failed. Objectively, we can look at that and say, "Mm, clearly, that's failure, right? Not doing it, not trying, not making the attempt is still not doing it. It's still failing. And if you try and fail, that is actually the better thing because in every failure, there's so much growth. But it's harder, right? It's scary to fail. We don't feel good when we fail, but we grow through failure. So the fear is real, but it keeps us stuck. And in all honesty, it's stupid. That fear is stupid. Like, I'm not saying you're stupid. You're not. You're human. But if we can look at that and say to ourselves, hey, that's dumb. I'm better than that. I am going to do this. And whether I fail or not, that's okay. Because that the, the purpose isn't always the end goal. The purpose is what happens in the process, right? So it's okay to be scared. It's okay to fail. But don't tell yourself that it's okay not to do the thing. All right. 
Number three is we believe that someone else will do whatever this thing is better than us. This is often called imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome, right? Someone else should do this thing, can do it better. And maybe sometimes we even catch ourselves doing something and we're like, who am I to do that? Like, why would anyone listen to me? Why would anyone listen to me, Chanel Nielsen, doing a podcast? Like, who cares what I have to say, right? That is a normal thought when you are doing a podcast. It really is. So for those of you who haven't done a podcast before, and you're listening to these people, I, I can pretty much guarantee you that everyone who does a podcast has had a thought like that. Or everyone who's written a book, everyone who is on social media, this is a real thing that comes up because it's our humanness. We see outside of ourselves people who are doing things and from the outside it looks so cool. I remember there's a scene in Harry Potter. I don't remember which part it's in, but Ron is saying to Harry, like, you, you've, you don't know what it's like to be me. You've done all these cool things and, you know, you've had this amazing life. And Harry's like, you don't, it's not, it, like, it's cool when you hear about it, but it doesn't feel as cool when you're doing it. You don't feel as brave or as strong or as amazing when you're the one doing it because you know this thing that I'm talking about right now. You know what it feels like to be you, and you're just doing the best that you can. And so imposter syndrome or thinking that someone else can do it better is looking at their end result compared with your messy middle and your messy insides, right? It's comparing all those thoughts that you can't see that that other person is also having. So here's what I want you to know about this imposter syndrome. They someone else. It's easy to think, well, they must be different. They have something that I don't have. And you know what? Everyone does have gifts that you don't have. But here's the thing. You have gifts that other people need. Your experience, your voice, your unique you-ness. You have gifts that other people need. And if you believe the lie that we can get everything we need from, you know, whoever else is already out there doing it, then we're missing out on what you have to give. I know there are people that need my voice. And it's easy in this world of social media followers and influencers and, you know, where everyday people can go and have this big platform. And I don't have a huge platform. I don't. But yet I have people that need me and that I need to reach. And you have people that need you. Now, it might not look the same. It might not be creating a podcast like I've done or coaching. For you, it might be writing a book. It might be, you know, doing dances on TikTok. It might be perfecting your chocolate chip cookie recipe or creating your personal best time in your neighborhood run. It might be writing letters to people in your neighborhood or being the best at creating a neighborhood community where people can go in case of an emergency and where people feel loved and safe and belong, a sense of belonging. I don't know what it is you feel called to do, but I do know there's something. 
And I know that if you let go of these things that we've talked about today, if you let go of shutting down the dream, if you let go of the fear, if you let go of believing that someone else can do it better and you just do that little thing that you feel called to do, then you're going to start living your dream. It'll be a process. You won't get there tomorrow. It is going to be growth all along the way. It's going to feel messy. It's going to feel like you are maybe not even always on the right track. But as you keep checking in, keep checking in with God, keep checking in with your dream, keep feeling those feelings and that intuition, you can make progress on your dreams and you can feel and live those dreams in a way that you haven't before. There is guidance, there's hope, there's help. There is all kinds of possibility for you, no matter what stage of life you're in, no matter what stage of life your kids are in. Just trust that you are going to be led to just where you need to be. So I hope this has been helpful. I hope that you start to lean into those dreams. I would love to help you. As always, you can reach out with questions with, you know, if you want to go a little bit deeper, I'm available for coaching and working with you on this to really feel into what your dreams are and how to make them a reality. Okay, you guys, thanks for being here. I have exciting updates coming for 2023. So make sure you are here next week. And I'm definitely going to want your feedback and input. If you're not already on my email list, you might want to go and hop over and get on that. You can do that through my website, chanelnielsen.com. And I will talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. Need some help making your mom life simple? I offer group coaching programs using my four-step method called the Mom's Method. This is a process of manifestation, organization, mobilization, and simplification that will give you the balance, progress, and joy you're looking for. Visit ChanelNielsen.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Chanel Nielsen Coaching. I love to hear from you. Reach out with your questions, your feedback, and let me know how I can help make your mom life simple.